0: Stephen Faust here with my good friend, Michael Tanner. And before we get started in the episode, I just want to encourage you to go to the website, adventuresinonlinebusiness.com, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a shiny five-star review. Michael and I bring to you each week a different aspect of our online business, the struggles we're facing, and how we are overcoming them. With that, let's get started with today's episode. Michael Tanner, Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing this week, sir?
1: And I'm doing good, Stephen. It's a cool 72 degrees this evening. I bet you guys are still in the triple digits, aren't you?
0: Now, if you take your number and you add 30 to it, that's what we are in Phoenix, Arizona. Degree difference. 102 degrees. The weather, though, for 102 is beautiful and it's starting to break. And we're going to see some beautiful weather over the next 10 days with temperatures right around 100 degrees. It may may sound bad, but for this time of year, and we're transitioning into the fall here before too long, it is beautiful weather.
1: Well, I got to tell you, I'm I'm very happy with the 72-degree temperatures right now. And for the last few days and in the coming days, it's also been kind of overcast and cloudy, a little bit of rain. Uh, But this is important to me right now because at our home, we are without air conditioning right now. Uh, because, and in fact, the listeners may can hear it a little bit. Uh, we have our entire front yard driveway and the side of our house being ripped up right now for uh, foundation work issues. And I had to get the AC units moved, disconnected and moved. So for a few days here, I'm out of air conditioning. So I'm loving the 72 degree temperatures. I don't want it to get any warmer than that.
0: Well, if you were in Phoenix, you'd be in a hotel right That's now. That's right. Yes. Because it would be too warm. And I heard the jackhammering earlier. You you told me to listen for it, and then I heard it. I don't hear it right now. They must be on a coffee break.
1: Well, they're still out there, but I think they moved a little further away. I can hear them, but I hope I hope our
0: audience can not hear them. I can't hear a thing. So, awesome. Good. So, glad to be with you today. What is on tap? What's uh, on your mind this week?
1: So, I thought we would talk about something uh that I've just recently experienced. I, I kind of knew this conceptually but I just, just experienced the benefits of being your authentic self in your business, especially, uh, especially in, in a business like mine where, yes, I'm online, but very much the business is me, right? It's almost a self-branded kind of thing. Uh, and I just uh, earlier, in fact, earlier today, just had an experience where um, I, uh, a potential coaching client and he was drawn to me because I was being my authentic self. And I'll, I'll describe some details on what that looked like. Uh, but it just, it solidified this thing that I've known for a long time, that you need to be your authentic self. But what it told this, this person was he knew who he was getting, right? In terms of a leadership coach, he knew who he was getting. Uh, and it, uh, it just makes it uh, uh, much more likely that he'll end up being a coaching client, I believe.
0: That sounds like a great topic. And anytime you can talk about being authentic, authenticity, especially in our businesses where these one-on-one relationships are so important and so critical for the know, like, and trust that we all work hard to build in these types of businesses, it really takes it to another level when you can pre- present, not only present yourself authentically, but draw towards you the people that want to interact and engage with you, potentially buy your products and services because of that authenticity. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's something that's important for, for everyone in an online business and in business generally, but especially in our space where a lot of times you and I are looking at each other on zoom when these relationships are a little more distant because we are not together as often or as in typical business day job business. So I think it's a great topic. Let's unpack it.
1: Yeah. So I think you're right. I mean, especially, well, any business, let's just be honest. Any business, if you're going to have customers that are willing to pay you, they first at some level have to know, like and trust you. Um, and especially on in the online business, the first thing they're going to do is get to know you and then they'll begin to like and trust you as they get to know you more. And the danger you run when you're not being your authentic self is that they don't truly know you they may think they know you but then as you uh, you know continue to build that relationship that that hopefully will end up in a in a cell of some sort they begin to get confused your 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 audience or your clients begin to get confused because they thought they knew you but they don't. but now that they've gotten into a deeper relationship with you maybe they're a little confused by that well here's the situation that happened to me just earlier today so i had an individual he He'd gone to uh, our website and uh, I have a form on there that if you're interested in leadership coaching, you can fill out this form. uh, And then uh, what that does is that sets off some emails and things like that for him, for the the person to set up a Zoom call, a one hour Zoom call uh, with me. Uh, And so he went through all that and we had that Zoom call earlier today. And we, you know, you did, you do your typical introductions and things like that. I. I've seen this person uh, online on LinkedIn, uh, you know, commenting on some of my posts and just different things like that. So I, I knew a little bit about him, but, you know, you go through the introductions and things like that, and, and that's all well and good. He told me a good bit about himself. I told him a little about me and, you know, but before we kind of dove into what was he looking for in terms of leadership coaching and all that, he, he just kind of said, hey, I have a question and I, and I think it's safe for me to ask you this question. Just that kind of disclaimer a little bit caught me off guard initially. But then he said, I just wanted to ask you, I believe you're a Christian, aren't you? And and I said, well, yes, I, I, I happen to be a Christian and, and so forth. And and we got into the fact that the, a little bit later in the conversation, the fact that a lot of the leadership principles, the leadership wisdom that I teach, it actually comes from the Bible. I know, Stephen, you're familiar with, I've taught the, the golden rule of leadership before well that comes right from the bible now i don't stand up there and preach if you will i don't stand up and tell everybody hey look uh, you know open your bible to matthew chapter six. i don't i don't do that but uh, but i don't hide the fact if you will that that i'm sharing wisdom that that i found in the bible and elsewhere um so but he had seen um, some posts that i had put on linkedin where I essentially just posted a Bible verse and and made a comment about it, you know, something along the lines of, you know, it's hard to argue with this leadership wisdom you find in the Bible or, or something like that. Um, and so that's what first caught his attention because he's, he's a Christian as well. And that's it. His faith is important to him. And that's what first caught his attention. And then as he saw that, and then he started hearing my servant leadership teachings and things like that, then it more solidified that he knew who I was. Right. But if I had hidden that fact in some way, then we might have gotten on that Zoom call and and he didn't he wasn't so confident, wasn't so sure of who I who I authentically am. Right.
0: Yeah, I think it's important that he felt comfortable enough with you, just in the little bit of interaction you did have to that point, very comfortable with asking that question and a little bit, a little bit of a cautionary ask. You, you can tell when he asked you if he could, he felt comfortable asking that question. But mm-hmm. I, I think, again, there's, there's something about like-minded people and not just like you and I are an online business, but mm-hmm. the way people are in life, the way they have their value system, uh, things that are important, To them. There seems to be this human, I don't know, it's just this connectivity, this connection that you're drawn to people. And sometimes you can't quite put your finger on it. And it's not very obvious or just right out in the open as to why that is, but you just feel that connection and draw to different personalities and people. And I think that could be somewhat at play here. And the thing that I think about when I hear this story is how some people in business, all kinds of business, but online business, kind of like social media where you can Mm -hmm. be fairly anonymous and be and pretty much be bold and blatant and rude and mean and kind of say things under this disguise of a username that nobody can pin you to and and all it's the same way here there are so many business owners i think and online personalities out there that would never share some aspects about their personal life their religious beliefs their political persuasions their their lifestyle all of that out of fear that it's going to cost them clients cost them business and it very well may because it takes two to create a business transaction and if the other side puts that at the top of the list of things that they're not willing to compromise on be it you know faith or politics they have to be so aligned you may lose business but i think the the opposite of of that approach is the one that you're talking about that I like, which is I am who I am. And I just by default am not going to be perfect for everybody. I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And that's okay. And I realize there could be times where that could cost me a client, could cost me an opportunity. But the alignment that you are putting out there to draw people in the alignment of your value system, I think is so more, much more important and authentic because this is about authenticity and you can work with people who really not only just know, like, and trust you, but they really know you and that causes them to really like you for who you are not who you put out there in the world that you want people to believe that you are. And I think that's very important. And that that's what re- really resonates with me about this story.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think you're exactly right in that we kind of naturally connect with other people or other content or whatever that, that aligns with our own values, whatever they are. Um, and it, look, I know that politics and religion and all that, that those are the the topics that you're supposed to never discuss and so forth. And and look, I'll just be honest. I mean, as I put together some of those Facebook or uh, LinkedIn posts that had those Bible verses on there, I mean, there was a part of me that was like, ooh, you know, should I, should I really put this out there? Is it okay to do so? Uh, but I think you're right in that this natural connectedness that we tend to have with people and content that aligns with our values, I'm convinced that, you know, uh, he was scrolling through LinkedIn and he saw a Bible verse and and it caught his eye. And then he connected the dots and realized, oh, well, this is a Bible verse, and this is a guy that's teaching leadership, which I feel like I need. I, I need I need leadership uh, education and and teaching and coaching and all that. And here this guy, right? So I'm convinced that it was probably the Bible verse that caught his attention first, and then he saw it was leadership. And then he went to our website, and then he, you know, he he dug deeper into the content that we have. Uh, but it was probably that natural connection that aligns with his values first that caught his attention. And if I hadn't done that, then obviously I wouldn't. I don't believe that I would be in a position now where I'd be having coaching calls with him if uh, if that weren't the case. If I weren't being my authentic self. Now, to your point. There may be some other folks that scrolled through, saw that Bible verse, saw it connected with leadership and said, Hey, this is not my guy, but I'm okay with that because it would have been worse if I'd have gotten on a zoom call with, with that person and spent a bunch of time with them, maybe even gotten into a coaching agreement with them and realized, yeah, we, we're just not, we're not on the same, same, you know, we're not connecting the dots here with, with what you're looking for and what I'm teaching that would have been worse. I'd prefer them to be ruled out
0: by seeing a Bible verse on my LinkedIn profile uh, early on. And we can work with anyone. It's, they don't have to, clients don't have to, in my opinion anyway, don't have to be perfectly aligned with us. That's right. Right? That's right. I mean, religion, regardless, it's it's okay. It That's not the intent of our relationship, of our coaching relationship. It's about, in your case, about helping people work through difficult leadership challenges to become a better leader to be able to uh, support the team better and to become more effective have better balance in life and and really grow and develop as a person in their career and you don't have to be on the same page on and everything in life now it does w- when you're coaching someone you're not aligned with it's perfectly fine because you're focused on a transformation you're focused on sure. a set of things that you want to work through to get to a transformation that will create the outcome that they came into this coaching relationship looking for. So perfect. None of that has to do with all of these other personality traits and alignment, but I would say when you can have both of those things, when you can have the coaching relationship in place where you're seeking and working through a uh, transformation to get to outcomes and and there's a, a natural draw to each other because of the value system and things like that, then you can become more vulnerable. And I know yeah. you talk about vulnerability a lot in your teaching. And vulnerability, along with all the other coaching elements that you're being paid to do, that vulnerability can open up new depths of how to transform a person just beyond the the X's and O's of the leadership. It can really get to maybe some of the other life challenges, things in their life that maybe they're not as, wouldn't have been as willing to reveal because there was not that close alignment. So this close alignment and, and, draw to each other can really create new solutions that were never really intended as part of that agreement or part of that, that relationship, but can really create outcomes that are far broader, bigger, deeper than what you would have went into that relationship expecting.
1: Yeah. You know, you, you make a really good point. And, and, you know, I, I don't say that any of this to suggest that I can only do business with Christians or someone that aligns with my religious values or my political values or or any of my values, right? I mean, family is hugely important to me. Well, I could have clients that family is not all that big a deal for them and, and I'm okay with that. And the beauty, especially for me, I guess, is uh, when it comes to my leadership teaching, I teach servant leadership and I can easily say and, and talk about the fact that I understand servant leadership to be a biblical leadership principle. I mean, that's the leadership that you find in the Bible. But I can also say, you know, if, if in some ways that turns someone off or, or they don't want to hear that as a, as a reputable source or something like that, then I can also look to the Marine Corps and say, well, look, in the United States Marine Corps, that's where I learned servant leadership. You go to leadership uh, school in, in the Marine Corps and one of the first things they're going to teach you is leaders eat last. Why? Because you're serving your your team members, right? You're taking care of them first. So, so I have the luxury of, I can point to either one of those uh, based on who the client is because they're both based in that servant leadership wisdom, right? Uh, so yeah, I, that's a really good point. I mean, all of my clients... Are necessarily Christians, and and honestly, from a business standpoint, that's not my goal anyway. My goal isn't, from a business standpoint, to just you know just serve Christians, just have clients that are Christians, and my goal certainly isn't to evangelize and convert people to Christianity as a part of my business. I mean, that's honestly that's not how it works anyway uh, in Christianity. Um, but you're you're exactly right their values may not exactly align with mine, but when I am authentic, at least when they enter into any type of relationship with me, purchase anything from me, seek coaching from me or counsel from me, they know exactly what they're getting. And that's what's important here, I think.
0: Yeah. And before you button this up, you know, my my final thoughts on it would be, there is so much more opportunity in business when you can be authentic. Right. And, that's going to get you more business. It's going to also turn people away from you, but you're going to be able to look in the mirror and say, I am putting myself out there in the way that is real. What, what people are seeing is what people that know me and really know me also see. So I'm not a different personality character guy out there. This is me. And when you, when you enter my world and decide to work with me, you're going to get that. You're not going to get a Jekyll and Hyde. You're not going to get someone who's going to mold themselves to be what you want me to be, but you're going to get me. And through that, we're going to work through, you know, difficult challenges and situations and, and hopefully churn up some vulnerability and get to places. And the great thing about coaching is you often can get to places that you never really thought or intended to. And, That's the beauty, right? Because if it was just the X's and the O's and, you know, Michael, I just need to know how do I, how do I handle conflict resolution? Give me the 10 step plan. And yeah, you can give me a 10 step plan, but between each of those steps is the nuance is the relationship is the, how do you respond to situations? And when you can be vulnerable and, and transparent, in that coaching relationship, you can get to those depths. And I think, I think that really takes everything to the next level and makes it so much more effective for the client as well. So yep. those are my thoughts, my friend, you want to take us to the house?
1: Yeah, I'll do it. I, you know, I'll just say again, and I'll acknowledge that, you know, at times, and especially in, in certain topics like religion, politics, and others, at times being your authentic self is scary. and And I get it. I understand that. Uh, But I would submit to you that when you are authentic, as we talked about, then your audience and your potential clients, they know exactly who you are and they either connect with you or they don't. But if they don't connect with you, they do so very early and you don't spend a lot of time sending them a lot of emails or getting on coaching calls with them or Zoom calls or you don't spend a whole lot of time to then discover that, oh, well, we're just not a fit, right? It's just not going to work out. Um, And so I would, yes, you may, your quantity of the audience or your potential clients may go down, but the quality of them is certainly going to go up. And you're going to experience kind of what I did today where it was almost an instant connection. It was almost just, you know, it it was just natural. And again, it was because he knew exactly who I was. Uh, and was able to uh, begin to build that know, like, and trust very, very quickly. So I know it's scary, but I- I'm just telling you, it's worth it. You should do it. Be authentic. Be your authentic self in your business. That's your call to action today. But also, of course, we want you to check us out online, adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. This is episode number 98. So be sure you check that out and check out the show notes f- for that. Until Stephen and I speak to you again next time, go build your business. Get after it.